Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Cronomier, Goddess of Victory Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter One The Anomaly Flowing through every moment of history, transcending past, present and future, is the river of time. Its silver waters cascade from the beginning of all things to the end, each life a droplet traversing the tiniest part of the river's course. To many, its sheer existence and enormity would addle the mind. But the mind of Professor Elizabeth Cronomier was made of sterner stuff. Thundering upstream against the temporal tides, the professor's time ship was a majestic sight. Its five great brass columns curved to an apex where an hourglass span within a gleaming gyroscope. Copper blades which bowed to the shape of the columns span at enormous speed. Banks of controls set into wooden panels linked the columns, each topped by a maze of glassware filled with bubbling liquid. On the marble platform at the base of the miraculous machine, keeping a steady hand on the controls, stood the professor herself. She was the picture of a Victorian gentleman in a frock coat, crumpled shirt, fine waistcoat and a beaten broad-brimmed hat hiding a mess of brown hair streaked with white. Beside her was her friend Astrid. Once an Elizabethan tavern maid, Astrid's travels with the professor had led her to abandon her alehouse blouse and skirt for more practical trousers, boots and a jacket with as many pockets as she could find. We're going at a hell of a lick, prof. Astrid called above the cascade of the river. Thought we should open her up a bit, the professor replied, pulling a lever with gusto and grinning as the liquid in one of the glass flasks changed colours. Been a while since we took her on a long trip. Where are we headed then? shouted Astrid. Back, 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 smiled the professor, flicking switches with each word. What, to the star? Why not? the professor beamed. Don't you fancy seeing where we came from? I know where I'm from, and I've seen your gaff and all chirped Astrid. The professor chuckled and turned a dial. Oh, we can do better than that, Astrid. Just imagine. She paused for a moment and took an excited breath. Astrid knew that look. The tremor of excitement, the promise of the unknown, the sheer joy of travel. How long till we get there, then? Astrid asked. The professor returned to the controls and tapped another glass flask inquisitively. Oh, only a few more minutes, I expect she replied. In fact, if you could ready yourself for landing procedures, that... that would be most? Astrid followed the professor's distracted gaze up through the top of the ship. All around them the cascade of the Time River was rushing past. Usually each end of the great tunnel of light was a glowing white pool of energy, forever running away from them as they approached. But above them, something dark was stirring. At first it resembled a spider's web, silhouetted against the bright white light. As the ship hurtled onwards, the threads of the web grew thicker and more jagged, and Astrid could see that this was no delicate weaving, but a crack, like a broken mirror. The light of the cascade was draining into it, and the chasm beyond was growing. What is it? 
Astrid cried. Some sort of breach, the professor surmised, although her uncertain tone betrayed her. As though something had forced its way through. Astrid snapped her head towards the professor. A wraith, she gasped, recalling a creature they had once encountered, a native of the river's murky depths. No, replied the professor, sure this time. I've seen the damage they leave behind. Nasty creatures, but they swim with a certain elegance. This is something else. Whatever it is, we're about to reach it, called Astrid. The angry darkness was rushing to meet them. We need to get out of here. Couldn't agree with you more, dear heart, the professor declared. Astrid could see the mask of bonhomie her friend put on at times of stress slip across her features. She was worried. Emergency landing. No time like the, uh, yes. The professor grabbed hold of a lever and pulled it with force. The bubbling liquid in the glass flasks adjacent to it fell silent. That ain't right, observed Astrid, fear rising in her throat. No, no, that's not what that lever's for, is it? Naughty lever, this is no time to misbehave. How about you then, sir? She grasped another and pushed it upwards towards the control panel. More of the hissing glassware fell silent. Oh no. Switch it back, Astrid cried and leapt forward. She pushed the lever this way and that, but the ship did not respond. The professor crossed to another control panel and turned a dial, only for sparks to erupt from beneath it. She looked around frantically but stopped when another malfunction caught her eye. The copper blades were slowing. As one, the professor and Astrid looked up at the gyroscope. It was frozen. Prof, Astrid said in a small voice. What's going on? I fear we're in for a rough landing, the professor said, putting an arm around her young friend. Hold on tight. As the two embraced, their timeship struck the breach and the cascade of time erupted around them. The collision lasted but a second. Astrid felt herself wrenched from the professor's arms and propelled from the ship. She landed, to her surprise, in a bank of long grass. The sudden stop had left her head reeling. For a moment she could see a canopy of stars above her. Then a shadow crossed over them, and she slept. When she awoke, it was still night-time. She stood groggily to her feet and looked around. The moon cast a thin blanket of light across the landscape. They'd arrived in the countryside, surrounded by vast fields lined with trees. Close by was a rough dirt track. She turned, hoping to find the professor, and sure enough saw her friend tending to the stricken ship, which stood at the foot of an enormous oak tree. England, then? Astrid nodded at the tree. No, them anywhere. The professor gave no reply. Prof? She approached the ship. The professor was trying every control in the hope of activating the impossible mechanisms within, but there was no response. No power. It's gone. All of it gone. We'll never... Astrid! She exclaimed once again, putting on her mask. Awake at last. Not a bad place for forty winks, is it? Uh -huh. Her chirpy greeting was cut short by a pained gasp, and she grabbed her side. Astrid saw that a crimson stain had soaked the professor's waistcoat. Bloody hell, Prof, you're up! Oh, it's nothing. Just caught myself when I fell, winced the professor, turning this way and that to evade Astrid's approach. All I need's a good bandage, and I'll... The sound of horses galloping towards them broke the still of the night. The two friends looked in the direction of the thundering, then back at one another. The professor's face was grave. They mustn't see the ship, she whispered. Quickly! Without a further word, they both ran into the long grass, hurrying away from the craft. 
The beating of the hooves grew louder, and soon voices were joining them. Stop! came a harsh male voice. Surrender yourselves now, traitors to the Emperor! Friendly neighbourhood you've landed us in, Prof? Astrid cried. When no reply came, she glanced back. The professor was on the ground, clutching her wounded side. Astrid doubled back and dropped to her knees beside her. The galloping stopped, and human feet stamping the ground replaced it. Prof? Prof, they're nearly here! Run, Astrid, the professor whispered, unable to draw enough breath to speak. Get away! Traitors! bellowed the male voice, and a towering figure appeared over them, brandishing a sword. Astrid turned to face it. Bloody hell, she cried. It's the Romans! Gaius, arrest them both, the tall man in a red tunic and beaten armour ordered. A much younger soldier stepped out from behind him. He was around Astrid's age and appeared wholly unsure of himself. The older man could sense weakness. Arrest them, boy! Gaius brandished his sword awkwardly. Astrid allowed herself a smirk and sprang up from the professor's side. She hit the boy straight in the stomach and tackled him to the ground. He dropped his sword, which she grabbed hold of mid-tumble and then sprang to her feet, ready for a fight. Only now she was standing, she could see there were a dozen armed soldiers waiting for her. Ah, oh, she groaned. Evening, gents. Foolish boy, the old soldier bellowed, advancing on her with a glance back to Gaius, who got to his feet and caught sight of the professor laying on the ground. This one's hurt, he reported. Let her die, the old man spat. Her friend won't be far behind her. His fellow Romans began to jeer. You reckon? grinned Astrid. She readied herself for the inevitable attack, only for a great screaming and shouting to fill the air. She spun around and saw another group of warriors, not Romans this time, rushing towards them from within a nearby cluster of trees. Oh, hello! Barbarians! the old Roman shouted. The rest of the garrison barely had time to ready themselves when the unruly charge hit them. They were a small but vicious attack force, a frenzied blur of swords and spears determined to make short work of the Roman soldiers. Taking advantage of the confusion, Astrid ran back towards the fallen professor. Only this time, Gaius was ready for her. He caught her by the arm and span her around, wresting the sword from her grasp and winding her with the pommel. She collapsed, gasping for air as two more soldiers approached. They took her by the arms and dragged her away. Gaius hesitated. I'll get the other one. Don't you touch her! Astrid spat between breaths as the Roman soldiers pulled her onto one of their horse-drawn chariots. She saw Gaius approach the professor and help her up, only for one of the attackers to move in for an assault. The towering older Roman ran forward to intervene, parrying several blows and wrenching Gaius away from the professor, who fell once more to the ground. Let me go! I need to help her! Astrid cried, as Gaius and the other Romans mounted their horses. The retreat gathered speed, and Astrid could only watch as the attackers cheered at their victory before advancing on the injured professor. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomie, Goddess of Victory, an Unbound Theatre production written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson with music by Kevin MacLeod. Music